You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. We open ourselves to all that you have. We open ourselves to all that you want to do. All you want to say, all you want to do. In our lives, in this land, in our generation, we open ourselves. We position ourselves, Lord, for you to do that which you have purpose before time began in and through our lives. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning. Um, while I was praying this morning, the Lord dropped something in my spirit which really made me very excited. And uh, he began to speak to me about the new breed that he's raising. Do you understand? A new breed. A new breed of followers. A new breed of disciples. A new breed of Christians. A new breed of soldiers. A new breed of kings. Hallelujah. So I'm going to start. This is going to be maybe a series. Because there's so much about this new breed. That um, the few minutes we have will not be able to cover. But I'm going to introduce to you the new breed. That God is making in this place and across the world as well I believe that what God is doing here is, is not exclusive are you following me? it's not exclusive anybody that plugs in anybody that plugs into what God is doing God will God will walk through them because God desires to save this generation. Very intense battle. There's been a very intense battle for this generation. I'm telling you, Satan is more determined to, to, to have this generation for himself. And that is why there have been a massive onslaught from hell. To um, mislead, to misdirect, to deceive, to imprison, to um, control the entire generation. But God is raising a people that are going to break, going to break everything Satan has put in place. Everything. Mark my words. Every single thing that the enemy has put in place is going to be broken. We're going to break this. But it's not going to be by might nor by power. It will be by the Spirit of God. It will be by the Spirit of God. So, you know, I don't know if you've experienced it, but when the spirit of revelation comes upon you, God doesn't need a long period of time to tell you something. God can, in the moment, download volumes into you. You see, that's the difference between revelation knowledge and uh, acquired knowledge. 
acquired knowledge, you need to go, you need to study, you need to, you need to go for classes, do you understand? For years to get a degree. And that is fine. There's a place for that. There's a place for learning where you go, you sit down every day in class. You are taking in for hours and hours and hours. The reason for that is because of the fall. Because before the fall, man did not learn like that. Do you understand? So after the fall, man lost his, uh, his mental capacity. And we are told that man uses about 5% of his brain's capacity today. And the geniuses, those who have like gone, you know, people like Einstein and so on, those guys maybe have been able to get close to 10%. Are you following me? So that's why it's so slow for us to learn from God, to receive knowledge, to receive information. It takes so much time. And if you are going to learn everything, how long are you going to live on earth to learn everything you are supposed to learn? <laughs> it will take you a lifetime. I mean, look at, look at doctors. How many years? Huh? Doc, how many years you've been studying for? And he's still learning. He has not finished. He has not... You know, he's a specialist now, but... <laughs> there are times that he's clueless. Correct? <laughs> yeah. So that's to tell you that we cannot continue at this rate. We cannot continue at this rate. And God is raising a breed of people that will walk with him. And will be able to access <laughs> hundreds of years or thousands of years of revelation in a moment. Some of you will catch this later. But listen to me. I appreciate study. I appreciate um, theology, biblical studies. I have spent lots of years studying myself. All right? And there are a lot of commentaries that have been published with lots of information. But I have news for you. Where we are going into now, <laughs> that information is obsolete. Are you getting me? I'm telling you it is obsolete. It is obsolete. And this is not for pride or anything, but listen, we cannot... Some of those commentaries, let me give you an example. There are some commentaries that were written in the 1800s. So that's what those people receive at that time. Okay? Now you are in the 21st century. So you cannot build your life on stale manner. You getting my point? Yeah, yeah. So God wants to do a fresh thing and He wants to manifest His power in a fresh way. Obviously, when you walk with God, one of the things you learn about God, um, there's a scripture Jesus said that He that is trained in the kingdom brings out both good, uh, both new and old. Um, Help me. What is that scripture again? He brings out 
a scribe, talking about the kingdom. It says he brings out both new and old. So God uses the old, but he also uses the new. Matthew 13.52. Okay, let's, let's look at that. Thank you. Then he said to them, Therefore, every scribe instructed concerning the kingdom of heaven is like a householder who brings out of his treasure things new and old. Can you see? So, in matters of the kingdom, someone that is properly instructed has the capacity, has the ability to balance the old and the new. So, we are standing on the shoulder of giants, but guess what? There's something we're going to get hold of that these giants only dreamt about. People like Wigglesworth moved in amazing power, but the breed God is raising now are going to touch and operate at a level that Wigglesworth only dreamt about. I'm telling you. I've read his prophecy, one of the prophetic words that Wigglesworth gave before he went to be with the Lord. And he talked about a generation that is coming, that is going to bring about manifestation of power that they have never seen. And I believe that this is the breed. Amen. While I was praying this morning, the Lord began to speak to me about this breed. Telling you. So, yes, there are things from ancient times that we will take from. Okay? There are ancient powers. There are ancient revelations. There are ancient insights we'll bring. But then there are new insights. Pastor, there is nothing new under the sun. Yes, there is nothing new under the sun. But by the time it is open to you, you will realize that it is new to you. It's not new under the sun in a sense that God has done it before. But it will definitely be new to our generation. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you an example. Joshua commanded the sun to stand still. He was able to stop time. But it's not, it's not new in a sense that it's recorded. But have you seen it again? Huh? Yeah, but it's coming. <laughs> yeah, so there is a breed that God is raising. And in a moment, God began to show me different things, different things that this breed will have to develop. There are certain characteristics that this breed of people are going to um, have as part of their lives. So there are things that if they are not developed in our lives, we cannot handle those things that God is about to release. I'm telling you. So this is not the time for you to be like any other person. Like any other Christian that you look around. Contemporary Christianity cannot take us to where God wants to take us. And I say this with all confidence and with all boldness. That what we are seeing today, the Christianity of today, cannot take us into the realm that God has ordained for us. I'm telling you, it is limited. It is limited. At best, it's a product of man's interpretation 
of human interpretation of the scriptures. But God is about to unlock certain mysteries. Are you getting me? Yeah. So there are things of old, they've been written, but they have been coded. And God is going to decode them. God is going to decode them. And so there is a breed of people God wants to raise who are going to be able to handle these things. There will be custodians. Custodians of what God is releasing that will shake this generation. Amen. Do you understand me? That will shake this generation and that will break the power of the enemy. And demonstrate the wisdom of God. At the level that principalities and powers have never seen. It's there in God's scheme of things. But there is a price to be paid. There is a life to be lived. There is a vision that we, we must grasp hold of. We must, we must stop living for now. And start looking into eternity. Do you understand me? Yeah, you must begin to look at life in such a way that what you are going to do is for billions of years. So you, have a, you need to have a vision for billions of years. I know we have like short-term goals, medium-term and long-term goals. And when you talk about all those long-term goals, how long is your long? I heard that the Chinese used to plan 100 years for 100 years. So when they sit down to strategize, they will strategize for 100 years. So how about strategizing for a billion years? So there's a breed. The point I'm trying to make is that there is a breed of people God is, is raising in this house. Okay? Yeah, there's a breed of people because what we're going to do is going to outlast the earth. Yeah, it's going to outlast the earth. Look at what happens. In fact, Jesus, his disciples... Ask him a question. Peter, to be exact, he asked Jesus a question. He says, Master, we have left all to follow you. What are you going to give to us? Yes? You remember that conversation? What are you going to give to us? And Jesus said that those that have left their land Huh? They've left all to follow him, are going to, to have um, lands, they will have um, they will have family, they will have lands, they will have vineyards, they will, they will have everything. Yes. Thank you. Matthew nineteen twenty seven. And Peter answered and said to him, See, we have left all and followed you. Peter is very pragmatic. He said, okay, all this, yes, thank you for all this. Huh? <laughs> yes. Let it, how does it translate? Huh? Yeah, let's bring it to present day reality. Jesus? I remember when I was fishing, you said to follow me. And I dropped everything, followed. All of us, Left everything to follow. And look at where we are now. What are you going to give? Because they've been following, they've not been seeing anything. You know, for them. Jesus did not say, okay, you are going to be my minister of defense when I set up my kingdom. These guys, you need to understand that these guys had a mindset when they were following Jesus. Yes, they had a kingdom mindset. So they knew, okay, this guy that is, we're following, this is going to be the king. This is the Messiah. All right? This is the Messiah. He has asked us to follow him. 
and the Messiah is going to rule. If we are following him now, ha! When it's time for appointments, ministerial appointments, cabinet appointments, when it's time for appointments, of course, who, who else? Who else? So, and Jesus was taking too long to break down this plan. He was taking too long. So they're following. Everybody's like, okay, I think I'll be good as minister. Judas was minister of finance, definitely. That one, I'm sorted with that. Yes. And I don't know what ministry that Peter was like really strategizing for. And John, of course, he, he had his own. And all of them, all of them following him, listen, they had their own agenda. They had their own agenda. So, as this thing, Jesus is just busy. He's just preaching. He's healing. He's doing all those things. He's not going, he's not touching the main thing. <laughs> he's not touching the main thing. So, Peter now says, Master, okay. All this spirit, spirit. <laughs> all this preaching, preaching. All this healing, healing, fine. But now, the crux of the matter is this. Huh? We have left all. Huh? In case you don't, you remember, I left my business. My whole enterprise, I left behind to follow you. All of us here have left something to follow you. So, what are we going to get? At least, let's sign the agreement now. What the contract? Let's, so that, because I know later on all these people will come. They will come. And when they come, let's be sure now that our position is secured. Before others come. Can you see the mindset? So you, you, you think that he's just asking for religious reasons. No, no, no. This guy was being pragmatic. I was saying, no, let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's dot the, 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 the T's, uh, the I's, cross the T's, put all the full stop where it should be, and everything, and sign the dotted lines. What are you going to give us? Master, tell us now. Then Jesus answered, Assuredly I say to you, that in the regeneration, <laughs> this is not what we are talking about. Huh? We are talking about now. Short term goal. This one you are saying in regeneration. <laughs> so, Peter is looking at immediate. Jesus is looking at billions of years. Can you see? What you are doing now will affect billions of years. Eternity. Eternity, I'm telling you. So, he says... When the Son of Man sits on the throne of His glory. He says, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones. Judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Say a new breed. <laughs> this breed, there is a way they follow. Okay? There is a way they follow. I'm telling you, Christianity today has a way, has a temporal... They, 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 there is a programming in the minds of people. Okay, I'll follow for two years and then see what comes out of it. I'll follow for five years and see what comes out of it. No, no, no. Jesus was thinking eternity. 
So he was preparing them for eternity. He was preparing them for positions that will last for eternity. But they didn't realize. Paul was, uh, Peter is, he, this is not the answer he was expecting. This is not the answer he was expecting. Hmm? Let's read it in another version. Um, NLT. Let's see NLT. How does NLT put it? Yes, Jesus replied. And I assure you that when the world is made new, come on, and the Son of Man sits upon His glorious throne, when the world is made new, this one is going to be expired. The new one that is coming, your position is secured. So it doesn't matter who comes in later. You have a position that nobody can take. How about that? Can you have that kind of vision in serving God, in following God, in your commitment, in everything you do? Can you think beyond this world? Yes. It says, you who have been my followers will also sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. These were mere citizens of Israel. Now, they are mere citizens. Now, they are ordinary people. But, in the fullness of time, they will be the main people. So, the entire tribes of Israel will be looking up to them. And do you know that these people, if you read the book of Revelation, you'll find that these people, even in the new, the new Jerusalem, nobody can take their place. There's no amount of commitment you can do today that will take Peter's place in eternity. Are you getting my point? Yeah. So... Then let's go, let's read on the next verse. What did, Je did Jesus say? Je Jesus says, And everyone who has given up what? Houses, or brothers, or sisters, or father, or mother, or children, or property. For what? For my sake. For whose sake? For Jesus' sake will receive a hundred times as much in return and will inherit eternal life. A hundred times. The Bible says the King James, New King James, uses a hundredfold. Now, a hundredfold and a hundred times, I don't know if they're exactly the same. When I was much younger, I would give offering and I would, and I would, I would do my calculation. <laughs> yeah. So when I, give, when, I give, when I give an offering, I would calculate and I say, God, you are owing me 100 fold. Wow. So I will multiply it by 100. And I say, this is how much God is owing me. <laughs> yeah. But... He says, you will receive a hundredfold. Where? Where will you receive the hundredfold? No, here. But then in eternity. Ah. That is a different ballgame. Because um, when, when Jesus visited Kenneth Hagin years ago, and he spoke to him about the ministry of the apostles, because at that time, there was a apostolic, everybody was talking apostle, 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 apostle. And there was some abuse that was taking place in the body of Christ. Because some people felt they were more superior than others. And, you know, different things anyway. But one of the things that Jesus to told him, he taught him um, for about, maybe about an hour. Taking him through and explaining to him the ministry of the apostle and the prophet and, and so on. So, 
But one of the things that Jesus told him, he says that there is a group, a category of apostles. And Jesus called them the apostles of the Lamb. He says the apostles of the Lamb, there's nobody that can take their place. Because the apostles of the Lamb, these are the ones that Jesus himself, when he started, he called them and commissioned them. So that's the 12. Those guys, if you read the book of Revelation, you see that they form the foundation of the new Jerusalem. So Jesus was saying, even Apostle Paul, with all that he did, did not qualify to be part of the apostles of the Lamb. Can you imagine that? So there are things we are doing now that those that will come cannot tap into. I'm serious. So once we locked in, you get what I'm saying? And you are established by the Lord. Forget it. It's sorted. For eternity. Your children's children's children. There's, there's, nothing, there's nothing anybody can do about it. I'm serious. Nothing. Why? Because it has been established by the Lord himself. So God is raising a people that will follow not just for temporary uh, transient benefits. But they are looking beyond. They are looking beyond the present. And they are seeing, yes, there will be some present benefits. Make no mistake about it. If you follow the Lord, He will bless you in this life. But that is not the main thing. Those, those are like just fringe benefits. It's not the real inheritance. Amen? So, these people, yeah, and, and Jesus, yeah, Jesus makes them aware of this. You will have a hundredfold. Right? Let's read on. Um, next verse. And he says, but many who are first will be last. And the last first. My Lord. May God help us. May God help us. I want us to know that we are called for something greater than we ever imagined. And God is building us up. He's training us up for something that is beyond our wildest imagination. Because, question, ask yourself. These guys, Jesus says, you will judge the 12 tribes of Israel in eternity. So what will be happening to the 12 tribes of Israel in eternity that these guys will be in charge of? We don't know. We don't know, but they, a lot will be happening. That's the point. And these are the people. So when Jesus comes to set up his throne in Jerusalem, yes, in, in, depending on what you believe. But in, in eschatology, there's what is known as the millennial reign of Christ. Where Jesus is going to come literally on earth for 1,000 years to rule. Okay? And he will make his headquarters in Jerusalem. All that conflict, don't worry, Jesus will sort it out. He will set up his headquarters. Those guys, they will be the ones. They will be right there with him. Amen? So, the Lord was saying to me that there are things he's doing right now that are going to be for eternity. And he's preparing us to rule for eternity. I'm serious. He's preparing us to rule for eternity. There are things we're going to walk in that many people have no idea about. So, continue to be faithful. He that is faithful, continue to be faithful. Yeah. Don't think like, uh, I know maybe in your corporate 
mindset, there's a way. Some people, somebody once told me that, you know, in, if, you want to, if you want to rise, you want to make progress in your corporate life. I don't know how true it is, but he says, you work in some place for some time, then after that you move to another place, then they, you know, you, you rise like that. Then you, you, don't, you don't spend your entire life in one place. Is that correct? <laughs> okay. So some people have that mindset in Christianity. Yeah, they bring that into their service for God. I, I, I know somebody that came to me one time and said, Oh, Pastor, you know, I've been in this church for um, so many years now. And I think it's time to move on. You know, I just say, God bless you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here for so long. You know? And many people follow Jesus with that mindset. They follow Jesus with that mindset, and then they left. So, after they left, and Peter is asking Jesus, we who have stayed, what is there for us? That's when Jesus now unlocked this revelation. There are some things that, if you find that a lot of the things that Jesus taught were product of questions. <laughs> it were answers to questions, rather. They were answers to questions. So somebody will ask him a question, then he will now open something up. It's like, what? So we wouldn't have known this if we didn't ask this question. That's right. But it was still, it was there. So there are things that God is going to begin to unlock. There are things I'm seeking Him for. There are things I'm asking Him. And there are things He's already saying. And I'm happy about that. What do you think? Yeah. It doesn't matter what you think. But I think you better think right. <laughs> Get on board. Amen. Amen. Are you going to be part of the new breed? Amen. There was a time the disciples of Jesus, Jesus and his disciples were going. They were, uh, they were traveling. They were on a journey. And these guys refused to allow them to go through. And the disciples asked Jesus, let us call down fire. Yes? Like Elijah called down fire, let us also call down fire. That, those are the sons of thunder. James and John, they're the ones that wanted to pre, uh, release that kind of fire when the Samaritans rejected Jesus. Look at verse 31 of Luke chapter 9. It says, Now it came to pass when the time had come for him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face. And as they went, they entered a village of the Samaritans to prepare for him. But they did not receive him because his face was set for uh, the journey to Jerusalem. When his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and to consume them just as Elijah did? Come on. I like this guy. If it happened before, it can happen again. Jesus, just give us a permission. We will bring down fire to consume them. What nonsense. How can they stop you? How can they, how can they resist us? And do you know that Jesus did not question what Elijah did? He did not cast any doubt on what Elijah did. But he made a statement. Look at the next verse. He says, But he turned and rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. You don't know the kind of breed you, that you are of. You are made for something greater than Elijah. Yes. Elijah operated like that for that time. But what I'm preparing you for 
is beyond what Elijah has even dreamt of. Can you see? How about that? <laughs> he rebuked them. You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And, that they, and, and they went to another village. So that's why all these suicide bombers then go to bomb people in the name of God. God did not send them. I heard a testimony recently. A pastor was sharing with me that happened recently in the Middle East. This guy, I don't know if it was in Iraq or where, but in the Middle East, this pastor went to baptize some people. So they were in a truck coming back from baptism. And the ISIS guys with machine guns were ready to blow up the truck. The truck was full of people. And as they were set to blow the people up, what happens? There was a sandstorm. Sand. And as the, 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 the storm was raging, out of the storm, Jesus walks out of the storm, out of the sand, and walks to them. And he says, there are about 20 of those ISIS people ready to finish those Christians. Jesus stands in front of them and speaks to them in pure Arabic and says, why are you doing this to me? He says, I did not come to destroy lives, but to give life. They all got saved, 20 of them. Come on. Hallelujah. That is what we're talking about. Jesus himself. That's how he saved those people. ISIS has lost 20 people. <laughs> Just in one day. 20 people saved. That's how in one day a nation can be saved. And I'm really trusting God for this nation. I'm telling you. That's why we need to press into God. We need to believe. We need to continue to ask for the glory of God, for the fire of God, for the kingdom of God to manifest in this land. I want Jesus to manifest like that in this nation. Wouldn't it be great? They're sitting down, they're conspiring, they're planning how they're going to, how, how they're going to plunder the nation. Then Jesus shows up and says, what are you doing? This is my nation. Wouldn't you like that? Yeah. So, we, Jesus and God is raising a breed that will bring certain manifestations. There are certain manifestations that God wants to bring upon this land. I'm telling you by the Spirit. Yeah. So, we must begin to see beyond contemporary Christianity, we must be, begin to see beyond what exists right now. Because what is about to come is totally different from what we are seeing. I'm talking about people that can command fire. But they have the control. They have the discipline to say yes. Although I can bring fire down like Elijah, Jesus did not say you cannot do it. But he says, you are of a different spirit. You are of a different breed. You are of a different breed. There is a breed that God is raising, I'm telling you. There's a breed God wants to raise. Now believe that you are part of that breed. You are part of that breed that God is raising. That will bring down fire. From heaven. At the right time, yes, fire will come down. But for now, Jesus said, no, you don't use it like that. You don't use this power like that. 
Because somebody offends you, you now want to, you now want to use the power to kill him. No, no. We don't use it like that. This breed is not like that. Okay? For Elijah's breed, they, they could do that. But for this breed, because this breed for eternity is going to be ruling. For eternity, this breed will be in charge. And people like Elijah will still be judged by these people. Because Elijah is part of the tribes of Israel. Remember? Yeah. But these people... These are the people that will tell Elijah, Elijah, uh, can you go and do this? Elijah will say, yes, sir. <laughs> That's what Jesus was doing. He was training them, training them to reign for eternity. Yeah, and that's what the Lord wants to do in our lives. He wants to do that through our lives. So I want you to begin. Let, let, allow God to shift your mind. Allow God to begin to reprogram your thinking and to begin to change your, 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 your pattern of thinking. Your, your, your um, what, what, what's, what's the word? Your mindset. Because some of, some of us, all that is in our minds is what we have seen. And I understand. But listen, there is something you have not seen that God wants to do. So open yourself up. And that's why at the beginning we say, Lord, we are open to you. Come, manifest yourself. Do what you want to do. Are you following me? Yes. Use us the way you want to. Not the way we want to. Not the way we want you to. The way you want to. Have the freedom. Defy our understanding. If need be. Whatever, just do what you want to do. But I want to be committed. I want you to be committed for eternity. Yes, for eternity. Our reward is going to be great in heaven. <laughs> yes, we'll shake the earth. Definitely we will. But in the heavens, my goodness. There are some people in heaven you will look at. And you'll say, wow, how did you get this kind of glory upon your life? But it's because of what they did on earth. There are some people that are serving God hypocritically. I'm telling you, they have their reward. But there are some people who are doing so much, even in secret. Nobody can see, but they know what they are doing. And God is seeing all of that. In eternity, it won't be hidden. It will be open. So you look at some people, they will be shining more than the sun. <laughs> I say, how did you get all of this? Ah, when we were processing it in Midran, you were not there. <laughs> Do you understand? So you need to build up. Continue to build up. Continue to build up. In your pursuit with uh, pursuit of God continue to build up in your uh, I'm going to share different things that the Lord downloaded to me I'm telling you it's going to be glorious okay it's going to be glorious it's going to be powerful it's going to be out of this world what God wants to do and we will see it in this land we will see it but there are some people that will come later and they'll be saying wow but you will be walking in it. You will be a living wonder. Are you following me? You'll be a living wonder. You'll be a living sign. People will look at you. You are the sign that people will be looking at. Yeah. You will be the living wonder. You will be the living sign. When you speak, things will happen. Things will happen. I'm telling you. You will see things fall off people when you just speak with your mouth, with your words. You speak, you, you will speak like this and you will see goiters fall off people. Fall to the ground and the place made clean. Are you ready for that? Amen. I'm telling you, it's a new breed. Say it's a new breed. A new breed. 
yeah, it's a new breed that will bring down manifestations of power and glory. Yes. I'm trusting God. Are you trusting God? Yes. Uh, let's, let's just bless the Lord. We can't. We're, we're just trying to introduce this. Come on. Appreciate the Lord. Appreciate the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for making us a part of this breed. This breed. This new breed. <laughs> this new breed. That's going to shake this nation. That will shake this nation with your power and your glory. That will sh- demonstrate your glory and your power. That will demonstrate your kingdom. Molama simbre de que sula baja. Mandele me suka baba 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 baba. You are calling us to do things that will outlive the earth. Mighty God. For billions of years, they will be telling our stories. Mighty God. I thank you. I thank you. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.